Hello, everybody. Welcome in. We're at the halfway point. I'm here with Coach Shaken Blake. How you doing, Coach? No, we're not doing too bad. Not doing too bad. Great. Well, um, let's just go through a couple groups here and just uh, kind of give the lowdown on what's going on. So let's do the Tucker group. Um, we got Ann Arbor three and zero, Frankfurt two and one, Flagstaff one and two with that win over Frankfurt, and then Honolulu who's zero and three. Tough, tough, tough uh, draw for Honolulu. I think he's got a good team. Um, he's still trying to figure out what's what's best, but I mean he's, you know, that schedule's just not not very fun. <laughs> no, no, not at all, not at all. Not, when you're trying to f- figure out your freshman situation out, um, you don't want to be paired up in this group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But, you know, he's got some talent. I expect them to figure it out. With yes. Grant, right? um, yeah. Any other thoughts on Honolulu or you want to look at the other teams? Uh, yeah, I mean, Honolulu, they're, they're playing. Uh, Brandon Wright's, they're keeping this engine running uh, despite uh, kind of a rough set, stretch. Uh, six assists, 2.3. Uh, steals and in 23.7 points per game, not too bad of a start for the se- uh, senior season for him. Um, but yeah, um, just got a bad, bad couple of matchups. Um, yeah, you know, sure enough, I mean, they are averaging 18 more shots than their opponents, um, mm-hmm. they're not making any of them and they're not playing any defense, so uh, that, that doesn't help ever. <laughs> nope, nope, not at all. But yeah, <laughs> uh. Okay, what about Flagstaff? Um, I don't know. Yeah, what do you think about Flagstaff? They got that win over um, Frankfurt in the second round, and it was a, I mean, they blew them out by twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, big win. Uh, then they kind of fell back to earth today versus St. Pete, losing by twenty-one. Um, you know they, you know they got that junior and sophomore classes that are that they're really relying on. Mm-hmm. But he's playing a couple freshmen, um, trying to figure out. You know what's best for them. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Freshman starting two freshman posts. Um, they haven't played uh, probably up to the standards. Here. Now, not much scoring, not much rebounding. Um, a little bit of passing and defense out of that um, Charles uh, Matrix. Um, but yeah, Hezekiah hasn't done a ton. Yeah, and it's hard. I mean, he he really needed some size because he's got yeah. some talent. They're just not that tall and. You know, yeah. who knows? Maybe they should go small and just see what happens. Uh, Jeremy Washington has been a really great spot, um, playing yeah. in a 20 points and seven assists um, and 64.3% true shooting. So mm-hmm. it's says for him, but, you know. Yeah, Zachary Clinton, too, almost 60% true shot and 20.7. But, yeah, Jeremy Washington's keeping this team going. Scoring-wise yeah. and uh, passing, um, basically doing it all, but probably not a ton of defense. But, yeah, you, I mean, that's what you're doing everything else, uh, you can't really blame them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and let's look at the top two. Those two teams look like, you know, they're PNTT playoff contenders for sure. Mm-hmm. Frankfurt had that tough loss, but they came back and beat Albany pretty big. Um, schedule sets up pretty well for them as long as they don't get blown out by Ann Arbor. I think they should um, mm-hmm. make the NTT, but playoffs. But you know, you never know with that game. <laughs> Ann Arbor yeah. has has the ability to kind of just uh, pile it on team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're, exactly. they're hot. They look just as good as last year right now. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but, but that uh, kind of 
uncharacteristic loss um, uh, for that Frankfurt team, especially after beating Honolulu, um, getting blown up, basically kicked to the um, gutter with against uh, uh, Flagstaff was really rough on them. Um, but bounce back, like you said, against Albany, and hopefully it'll keep going. Um, uh, Ann Arbor does have, we'll get to them here quickly, but they do have their Montpelier game. So there is a tiny chance Frankfurt could win the group if somehow they uh, beat uh, Ann Arbor and Ann Arbor were to drop uh, Montpelier, but um, it's probably not super likely, but it could happen. Yeah. Worth, uh, worth at least noting. <laughs> Yeah, an interesting move by Coach Ted Lasso, putting Diego McCoy at par forward. Um, yeah. He seems to really have liked it. You know, he's shooting 60.5% from the field, 18.7 points per game. And, uh, you know, this looks like a team to be reckoned with. Uh, you know, they, they made the NTT last year. They brought back all five starters. They didn't get the best freshman class. Mm-hmm. or they, I guess they lost one starter in Vincent Shumpert. But even still, you know, you can put a guy like Blake Jenkins in the starting lineup and, you know, he looks like he's done really well for himself so far. Hopefully uh, sure. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Diego uh, McCoy, uh, heck of a player, but not probably the best rebounder. I mean, yeah, starting at freshman last year, he had 7.6 rebounds. Mm-hmm. So Blake Jenkins coming in and through three games, averaging almost 10, quite a, quite the upgrade. Yeah, and this looks like more natural for Diego. Kai Rodas, you know, he, he's playing better his sophomore year. Um, yeah. well, usually point guards maybe struggle a little bit their freshman year, do a little bit better their sophomore year. He looks like he's more efficient from shooting. He's he's uh, getting, you know, so far a little more assists, a little less turnovers. Mm-hmm. So I like him. You look at their schedule coming up and – it's it's tough, you know. You got New York City, and New York City's just they've been playing really well lately. Um, they are three and zero right now, um, beating some really good teams. Um, that Englewood um, win that might be one of the best wins of any team in the PNTT. Um, uh, and they got some talent, so that that'll be an interesting game, um, you know. So, and because they lost, dropped that one to Flagstaff. Um, you know, they, they got to split New York City and Ann Arbor, and that's not going to be easy for them to make the PNTT playoff. Nope, not at all. But we'll see. Uh, team's talented, and uh, yeah. we'll see what see what rolls out of here. So let's look at the new look. Um, Ann Arbor <laughs> Bing Bongs, you know, you moved Eric Frick to um, center, and he's been doing fine. <laughs> 30 <laughs> points per game, 11 rebounds, four steals, yeah. 2.7 blocks. That's that's pretty good, right? One, one could say he has been just fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, that yeah. one-one class of uh, Jimmy Henry, Christian Rice, and Eric Frick has plugged right in, um, replacing uh, both uh, uh, Tucker and Joshua Henley. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, put replaced them perfectly, if not upgraded, um, and this team is rolling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're right now the odds on favorite to be the first seed. They do have a tough game against Montpelier coming up, St. Louis, mm-hmm. uh, Frankfurt. Um, I think Frankfurt's a tough team. You know, that, that could pose them some problems. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't want to count that as a win. Montpelier always does, even though, you know, they're um, one and two so far. But mm-hmm. Ann Arbor looks like they're rolling, and 
they should be easily in the um, PNTT conversation. We'll see if they get a one seed. Um, he's he's trying to defend that title though. Yes, for sure, for sure. Yeah, Levi Lewis has uh, plugged in very well at the uh, point guard position. Uh, he, he started there twice um, and uh, also played shooting guard, but at uh, point guard position, he's played extremely well. Uh, 7.3 assists, two steals. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely helping those bigs um, and Hen- Henry and Frick and, well, honestly, Michael Doherty, too. Um, yeah. Keep scoring their high efficiency. Um, yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, let's move on um, to another group. Um, sure. We'll do the Wilkerson group, um, and that is Manassas, St. Petersburg, Albuquerque, and Montpelier. This is an interesting group. Um, I think everyone went into the um, PNTT thinking that, you know, this is, this is Montpelier's group to lose. Uh, they should win it. Um, and that that's what everyone thought. But, you know, they just haven't, you know, they, they played that first game and they lost to um, Manassas Big. They lost by 18. They come back, beat St. Pete. Um, and that was, a, that was a nice win for them. They won by eight. And then they played a New York City team. Now, New York City, like we just talked about them a little bit. They're, you know, um, they're really good. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're really good. So, I mean, a three-point loss is nothing to be ashamed of. They're still trying to replace guys like uh, Wilkerson. He's got a guy, Javier Garrett, who's playing really well. But um, things just haven't broke right for him up to this point. Um, He, The schedule does get easier for Montpelier. But I don't think it's – I mean, the the tough thing is Ann Arbor still looms on that schedule. Mm -hmm. Uh, They could easily win this group. They could easily – make it in via the cheese clause if they win all three. I, I expect them to be Greensboro and Albuquerque. Um, mm-hmm. no, we'll, we'll get to Albuquerque. I don't want to – I expect them to win those games, though, because they're a really good team. But, you know, if you lose that game to Ann Arbor, you're not making the PNTT playoffs unless um, you win your group at 3-3, three and three, which does not seem likely for them. Yeah, no, this uh, – tough, tough start um, to the season, definitely for them. Um, especially that New York, um, New York loss. It's really close, but um, you always like to actually get the win, get the W in the win column. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'll start to the season for sure. Yeah, let's look at the other teams in this group. So we got Albuquerque, who's two and one. Um, they are plus, uh, I mean minus two in the, or sorry, plus thirteen in their point differential. So. Things are looking good for Albuquerque right now. Um, you look at their schedule. You, you look at who they've played so far, and they lost to St. Petersburg by eight. Came back and beat Manassas after Manassas hit that huge win. And then they beat Waterloo, and I'm really impressed by that win. 15-point um, win for uh, Albuquerque. Everyone knows Waterloo is a really solid team. Coach G Money has those guys rolling, and they win. Now the schedule gets a little easier. You got Aberdeen. Joplin before you get Montpelier. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this team, they should win They should win those next two games, um, I would think. But Joplin's got some up-and-coming guys. He's He's got talent. Jonathan Sanchez, Seth Foster, and Brett Cole are no slouches by any means. But, um, you know, I like this team. And 
it's Hunter Morris. Uh, it's Cameron Jameson, the senior, playing mm-hmm. incredible. Um, those mm-hmm. two are really carrying these guys. What do you think about this team? Yeah, Hunter Morris is playing extremely well. Um, I think uh, Lance Jackson is kind of the, I think, the biggest probably surprise to start this season. A freshman, uh, his high school stats, uh, he was at 18.5 points per game on 53.5% true shot. Not the best in the world. Um, pretty uh, high rebounds, so probably has some athleticism going on. But, yeah, he's at 63% true shot and almost 20 points per game on the shift up to shooting guard. So, um, definitely lo- loving that transition. Um, but, yeah, Hunter Morris is playing well. Keeping this team of uh, rolling with seven assists, two point three steals, um, and twenty points per game, and then yeah, Cameron Jameson's uh, phenomenal with fourteen point three rebounds and twenty one points. Like, and totally great center. So, I don't think you can ever. I don't know. I don't want to even say it, but I, I don't think you can ever replace a guy like Muhammad Williams. The guy's a stud. But I, I mean, I'm not. I don't think I'd be going out on the limb to say Cameron Jamison is kind of appreciating um, the amount of touches he's getting now. Uh, I think I think he really appreciates that it's like okay, our game plan isn't run the offense through Muhammad Williams. It's yes. get the ball, and he's he, he's proven that he's up to the task. Oh, for sure, for sure, yeah, um, definitely, so. definitely. Um, let's look at Manassas, uh, or let's look at St. Pete next. St. Pete is also plus 13, or plus 21, sorry. Um, and, you know, they got they got a lot of talent on their team. Um, they got that 30-40 freshman class all playing off the bench. Um, so that's mm-hmm. <laughs> that's always nice. Um, mm-hmm. All small on the bench, right? Uh, you got, yeah. But, you know. When you got Mark Kavanaugh, you got G- Jesus Morales at the big spot. Those guys seem like they're doing well. And then, like, Hunter Fisher, the sophomore, um, he's shooting a little bit more. He, he hasn't been the most efficient. Ste- uh, Stephen Stephen, uh, Stephen Stephen, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he's pretty good so far. Um, you look at their you look at their schedule. They've played Albuquerque. They lost to Montpelier, and then they beat Flagstaff. And, you know, they're, they're beating the teams they should beat. Um Mm-hmm. Next up, you got Charlotte, um, who's good, two and one. And then you got Honolulu and then Manassas. You know that they're, they're in position two where they could make a run. Um, they can lose one of those three games. Uh, Honolulu's really talented, but you know they've they've lost all three games. Charlotte's mm-hmm. Charlotte and Manassas are two and one, so we'll see that those could be really big games. And that Manassas game very well could decide this group. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and Peter Peter has been playing extremely good defense right now um, for the three mm-hmm. games at 37.9 per, uh, field goal percentage um, just astronomically low um, they haven't scored a ton so they're definitely more on the defensive end but um, yeah Stephen Stephan and Hunter Fisher both have uh, two steals um, yeah yeah um, the t- teams they have coming up um, so far ha- uh, Charlotte and Halulu have not scored much um so those should be probably um uh, it's hard to know with honolulu since they're uh been drugged down by the ann arbor group uh tucker group but that manassas uh game will be definitely interesting because manassas is scoring extremely well with 88 points per game right now yeah. so 
um, that might be a clash of the offense and defense to decide the group. Yeah, let's look at um, let's look at uh, Manassas. Um, mm-hmm. Manassas, I wouldn't. I mean, I don't think anyone would be shocked to say they're probably the surprise of this group. Um, they barely made the um, upper group. I think they were one of the last teams in um, mm-hmm. from last year, and they they brought back all five starters, and then they brought in a 44-49 class, inserted Theodore Davis in, and um, to the starting lineup, and Theodore mm-hmm. Davis has been incredible. Um, three really? rebounds, five assists, two steals, a block, only 1.3 turnovers. Um, and, you know, shooting efficient from the field, too. So that's that's nice. Um, and then you got Elijah Brooks and Alex Braggs playing really well. They start off with a, thump, a thumping of um, Montpelier. They come back, they mm-hmm. lose to a tough Albuquerque team, and then they thump Clearwater. So um, those are some big wins. Next up, you have Bloomington. Bloomington's a tough opponent. Um, you know, they're 2-1. and They've had a – they're kind of in the same – realm is Manassas. Um, and then you got Houston. Houston's had a little struggle so far going 0-3 versus pretty tough schedule um, to start the uh, PNTT. And then they finish up with that St. Petersburg game. And again, I think that St. Petersburg game is going to be huge. Um, I don't want to discount Albuquerque or even Montpelier, but um, that I think that game is going to decide the group. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah, the passing of this group, uh, Theodore Davis with those five assists has really helped out uh, Elijah Elijah Brooks and Alex Braggs extremely well. Um, they're shooting very high efficiency. Um, so yeah, um, this group is a uh, this team's a high scoring team. Um, it's played pretty good defense right now and definitely um, shocked the world when they took down uh, uh, Montpelier uh, by 18 to start the season. Uh, definitely put the league on notice. Yeah. All right, let's look at the uh, next group. We'll look at the summy group. Um, you got New York City going 3-0, and Inglewood 2-1 and plus 39, South Bend 1-2, and and Houston's 0-3. We'll start with Houston. They brought in that 13-11 class with Patrick Eggers uh, and Joseph Courier. Courier's been doing everything um, you kind of expect him to, right? Uh <laughs> I mean, he maybe not the most efficient, but he's scoring 18 points, 14.7 rebounds, two assists, 1.3 steals, 1.3 blocks. The guy's a beast. Um, but, you know, you got those two, and then you got Ricky Williams, um, the point guard. They're, they're very thin. Um, that's, that's the thing. They're very thin, this team is. Um, you got that great freshman class. You got that great junior class, and, and that's it. And when you go in the PNTT, it's it's tough. You know, they they lost a nine-point game to South Bend. They got whomped by uh, Englewood, which, you know, there's no shame in that. And then they lost an 11-point game to Lansing. Uh, those are two NTT teams from last year, one of the best teams in the league last year, and then um, the, P- the PTT champion. So um, the good news for them is the schedule gets a little easier, um, kind of, I guess. Uh, they do have... <laughs> City, who's three and zero, and Manassas, who's two and one. But those are still, I still think those Manassas is worse than these teams. And then you got Shreveport. Shreveport's had a little rough go; they're zero and three, but they got some really good talent on this team. Um, so we'll see. I mean, you know, it's just tough for anyone in the PT, PNTT, and uh, you know, Houston's not immune to that. Um, 
uh, hopefully Courier can get a little more efficient. Um, and uh, because, you know, um, I like this team. I just, I think, I think they're, I think it's just a tough one. I mean, they, they could very well win their conference, but mm-hmm. um, the PNTT is just at a different level for some teams. Yeah, it's yeah, it's tough. Um, yeah, haven't been able to hold down the defensive very well, but um, running those freshmen hard. Um, very obviously a very tall team, and those uh, freshmen are very, very good freshmen. So um, I imagine as the season progresses, they'll. Uh, improve and learn get kind of settled into their new positions um and uh, yeah. i think uh, moving forward they should really think get, get some things figured out so yeah for sure um then we got south bend south bend's a really um solid team they won the ptt last year they mm-hmm. returned all five starters mm-hmm. um, all five of them or four of them are starting and then he put uh uh, Emiliano Kelly in the starting lineup, um, too. You know, this team, this team's one and two, but, um, they, they lost a couple close games. Um, they lost a 10 point game to New York city. They lost a three point game today to Cooperstown. They beat, um, Houston. And then you look forward, their schedule is pretty tough. I mean, you got, mm-hmm. I don't know who's and three, but, um, you know, they, they got talent and then you got two, three and out teams. Uh, but I think for South Bend, it's going to be tough for them to make the um, playoffs. But you look at their next game against Honolulu, that's the battle of the old or- Oak and Orca, um, one of the longest um, trophied uh, traditions in uh, DTL history. So, you know, <laughs> the two Orcas going up against each other. Oh, yeah. that That's actually a real um, name. They, they worked that out. I don't know if you were around when they – started that rivalry or not but no i did not <laughs> yeah it, it's called the old orca oak and orca <laughs> oh my i love that i love that <laughs> so if you know i think you know tim a little bit if you know yeah. tim at all that's that's a completely that's a tim thing for sure <laughs> um but you know you like this team and um you know they always have a tough schedule and then <laughs> and then uh so I, i'm interested to see how they how they perform moving forward. I like Daniel Shy. He's been playing well. Um, Emiliano Kelly, um, he's done all you can expect for a freshman. And Gabe Rogers, mm-hmm. uh, 14 points, 10 assists, 1.7 steals. The guy's the guy's nice. So um, what do you think about this team? Yeah, I think they're a solid, a solid team that Town and Boss is what's really kind of put a damper probably on their um, uh, season so far. Uh, where Daniel Shy just didn't shoot well, um, and uh, Gabriel Rogers had seven turnovers. He had 13 assists, but seven turnovers uh, to go the other way is not helpful. Um, yeah. So it's just a tough, tough loss. Um, yeah, but it'll be interesting to see what lines up moving forward. Um, the Honolulu, the Honolulu squad um, uh, is, yeah, yeah good. Um, yeah. Matt- Macon's good, and Inglewood uh, is also fantastic. So, um, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they won one or two of those games. I think they can beat Honolulu. Um, yes. You know, the other two teams are going to be tough, but this team's talented enough. They can take down an Inglewood um, on, like, on a good day. Um, they yes. could take down a Macon on a good day. You know, this this isn't this isn't a 
average team here. This is this is a really solid team. Nope, I definitely agree. One hundred percent. Um, let's look at Inglewood. You know, Inglewood brought that one twenty three thirty three class, um, led by headlined by Grant Schaefer to kind of pair with these um, three seniors that they have. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he's just trying to figure out. Okay, is this how how do I match? I got one year to maximize these guys. How do I do it? So he's mm-hmm. trying Grant Schaefer a little bit at point guard. He's trying that um, small forward. Um, the small forward game they lost by two to uh, New York City, and then he's like, okay, gonna try something else, and. You know that the game today that they won versus Daytona. Daytona might be the best team in this whole tournament. <laughs> that's yeah. that's a huge win. And mm-hmm. what what impressed me by this game was um, Vincent Moran. Uh, he he's a solid player, but he scored thirty points uh, yeah. in the game. Really, really carried the team on his back. Yeah. yeah, Hines was had an astronomically terrible game um just very uncharacteristic yeah five for 21 is uh nothing jacob hines ever expects to ever expect jacob hines to have and grant Schaefer didn't play well either um but yeah victor moran basically carried the team on his back with 19 rebounds and 30 points that's Um, amazing yeah what do you think about this what do you think about this experiment putting barnhill at power forward for him uh is he can rebound um anything um barnhill i was on him um he was a quality player um by all all standards um and yeah i'm uh he we were texting back and forth and he mentioned that he uh, was gonna put uh he was gonna try barnhill power forward there which surprised me when he he had he brought in uh uh seven or nard um yes. i think he'd be the other post position however i mean you can't complain with 10 point uh 10 rebounds per game yeah. and 2.3 blocks. Um yeah, he's playing extremely well. Um he's always been kind of more of a support type. Um he's a really smart F- and I think athletic guy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it works it works. Um, yeah. You complain about 10 rebounds by any means. Uh, for sure. And that's something, you know, like you got to get your best five on the floor. Um mm-hmm. you know, that's that's what we play this game for, you know, you you can't be like, oh, I'll put him on the bench. It's like, no, you gotta, you gotta start a guy like that. So that's a that's a big move by him. Um, you look at his schedule coming up: Joplin, Bloomington, South Bend. Those are all winnable games. They, they should be favored in all three of those games, but mm-hmm. those those are good teams too. So um, I'm really interested to see how they do against Joplin. Um, Jonathan Sanchez is playing pretty well. Brett Cole playing pretty well. Um, those guys are going to be tough to stop. So, um, high scoring team. I did not. Yeah, and they really rely on their play. So it'll be interesting. And then you got Bloomington and South Bend, and those guys. You know, um, they can beat any team on any given night for sure. And then let's look at the surprise team, maybe at the tournament, New York City. Um, they haven't. You know, they they won their first game by two versus Inglewood. Um, won by ten versus South Bend, and then they win by. Uh, three today against uh, and against uh, uh, Montpelier. So, uh, Kelby Keeler hit a buzzer beater against after Branson Branson Gilbert tied it up with um, like ten seconds left, and Kelby Keeler came down and hit a buzzer beater to uh, to seal the game, um, which was yeah just huge. Um, 
and uh, and then they win again today. So, um, what do you think of this New York City team? What makes them tick? Why are they so good? Yeah, yeah, it's it's an interesting squad. Um, they don't. It's not a flashy, um, super flashy team. Like, there's nothing that like astronomically like stands out necessarily. Um, you've got David Adams who's scoring 23 points per game, which is really good, but not a very efficient. I mean, not a very efficient. <laughs> Um, but Kelvin Keeler is um, the most efficient um, at uh, 18.3 point, point game um, and 60% true shot, um, five, five assists and 1.7 steals. Um, yeah, it's um, they've played good ball so far. Um, yeah, uh, it's I can't exactly point in what's working, but hey, it's it works hard. Yeah. Do you think they can keep it up? You got Frankfurt, Twin Falls, Houston. Um, Frankfurt's a solid team. Twin Falls and Houston are really talented, but neither have really sh- shown that talent um, on the big stage yet this part. Yeah, uh, I think that Frank- the Frankfurt team is probably the most talented. Um, you've got, you know, three guys, almost, uh, three guys scoring almost 20 points per game. Um, uh, that would probably be the kind of uh, matchup or like the team that might um, pop their bubble. Um, but he did take down Inglewood who also has two guys over 20 and two guys at over, uh, over 15. So, I mean, I think we can agree that they played the tougher part of their schedule um, mm-hmm. exhibition and they, and they came out victorious in all three of those games. So it's hard exactly. to against this team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, uh, let's move on to the next group. So let's go to the Tolliver group. So in the Tolliver group, we have Huntsville, Eugene, Carnegie, and Albany. So this is kind of a fun group because we got two teams that are 0-3 and two teams that are 3-0. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I think we know what's happening in this group. Um, uh, <laughs> Albany and Carnegie, they've just, it's been tough for them, um, up to this point. Uh, Albany brought in that freshman class. It's 105, um, 105, 69. So yeah, a little bit of a discrepancy there. And that, um, that's probably, uh, Seth, uh, Mensa, um, mm-hmm. Seth Mensa, he hasn't done great up to this point, but he, he was a stud in high school. I expect him to kind of figure it out. It's tough. You're playing some really tough teams here. You know, they start off with Eugene, Huntsville, and then Frankfurt. But that's just not not a recipe for winning. Um, it does get a little easier with Macon, who is good, and then Duluth and Carnegie um, to finish it out. Uh, Carnegie, um, they got that sophomore and senior class. They really rely on those guys. Um Hunter Steele, um, playing small forward, has scored 23 points on 61.5% true shooting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario Book, uh, 19 points on 63.5% true shooting. They got some guys, but it just hasn't really resulted in wins. They're very top-heavy. Um, they lost by 10 to Boston today. They lost by 4 to Eugene, uh, which is a, a good showing for them. Um, first, a tough team. And then you got Huntsville. They lost by 26 too. So mm-hmm. just a tough go for Coach JFM and current the Peanuts right now. Um, but hopefully 
it gets yeah. better with Dearborn, San Jose, Albany. Um, we already talked about Albany a little bit. Yeah, still ironing out kind of the starters. Um, that are kind of, you know, they're all uh, looks like a lot of them. Uh, that guard position's kind of an open, open season. So trying to figure things out yet. Um, yeah, I imagine they'll they'll get it figured out at some point this season. Uh, yeah, but it's nice that, to have these PNTT, uh, these peanut. Uh, journey you get to play some tougher competition right off the bat while you're still trying to figure a few things out um mm -hmm. kind of you know what doesn't work uh against top teams um very quickly so yeah and then you got um eugene eugene is three and oh they're plus uh 52 right now they're trying to figure out that point guard they've tried uh tyler hubner um he's been doing pretty well they tried uh, David Hart for I think a game, um, you know he he did okay, um, but you look at this team and they they got a lot of talent, especially Bennett Roberts and Marcos Gatlin. Yeah, I mean we we all knew this team was going to be good um, when they brought back uh, four of their starters and they just lost Tolliver, who was a really big piece of their team, but um, David Hart, um, Tyrit. And Tyler Hubner, those guys are solid players, especially Hubner. I think Hubner has what it takes to be that fifth starter. Um, I'm mm -hmm. not sure if he wants to play him at point guard or not, but um, I think that's that's the visit. I think I think he's he can do well in that position. Um, he had DMP the first game. I'm not sure if that was just a um, scheduling thing. I would guess it was just a I, I didn't log in right away or didn't have a chance to. I know it's Christmas season for everybody. Uh, but um, he did pretty well in the next two games. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, still trying to yeah, figure it out what they're gonna do. Uh, Tyler Hubert, Hubner, um, quite the he is a good player. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they end up doing. Um, you know, the first two his two games um, didn't have a ton of assists, so that's the. Um, question, I guess you'd have a power, uh, pretty much point guard, but um, you got other guys passing as it looks like they do. Um, it probably is the end of the world either, so yeah, yeah. Um, and then you got Huntsville. Huntsville hasn't played the best strength of schedule, but you know, they're holding teams to really low scoring, and you, mm -hmm. got, you got that sophomore class that they're really relying on with Emmanuel Hurd and Beth, Bailey Napier. Those are really solid players. You got the big men. Um, you know, we all, I mean, this team returned four of their starters. Um, Hurd slid right into point guard role, and he's been doing great, I think, um, there. This team just works. Their schedule does get a little harder. Um, they have Huntington Beach, and then they got Clemson and Eugene, who are both combined 6-0. and so we'll see what this I – w I want to see what this team is made of when they actually get a little battle-tested. But there's I, – I don't see much of a way they don't make the PNTT playoffs, at least with the Chiefs class. No, for sure. I think it's, I think it's a very talented team. Um, I screamed them and got murdered. But um, that isn't a surprise because we're not so great this year anyways. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this, this team's a good uh, good team. Uh, high scoring, uh, high scoring, you know, uh, uh, 
guards and uh, small forward. Um, very efficient. Yeah. Playing phenomenal defense right now. But, um, yeah, like you said, their schedule hasn't been too tough, so they haven't really uh, been tested um, what they'll actually look like. That Eugene game definitely will be um, – might it might come down to that game, um, depending on how Eugene plays his next few games. Um, they play the Eugene's got San Jose, who's been playing pretty well um, as well. Um, yeah. yeah, they lost a double overtime today to uh, to Macon, uh, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, but it may come down to that last game to see who takes the group. But um, yeah. more likely, the other one will slide in on the cheese. All right, let's look at the next group. We're going to look at the McCann group. Um, the McCann group consists of Reno, Phoenix, Plainview, and Rockford. We'll start at the bottom. Rockford's been a bit of a disappointment. Um, you know, he was a little upset at his uh, recruiting, what happened in recruiting. He lost, like, I think two uh, 01s, which just sucks. Um, that's a, And then he lost, I think, it might have been 201s, 211s, and a 3 3 or something. It's just like, uh, yikes. It's not, not what you, and, you know, he's played every team close. Um, lost to Jefferson City today by 10, Phoenix by 8, Reno by 6. Um, and unfortunately for him, the schedule doesn't get easier. He gets Plainview and Eugene next. Um, Oof. Or not, not, sorry, he gets Waterloo and Eugene next, and then he finishes up with Plainview. So, um, <laughs> Just it, it's a rough go so far for Coach uh, Future Star, but we know um, he's a really talented coach. He's going to at least keep those games close with that uh, junior class of Posner. Um, Luke Davis just playing really well, sixty-five uh, percent true shooting, twenty-eight mm-hmm. points per game. Yeah. You know, it's just uh, he, they've kept games close. They just haven't won them. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and like. Even though, like, yes, clearly not, uh, not a, uh, you know, really bad recruiting luck. Um, they uh, they'll lose their recruiting classes. Like, there, it is two. There is their two posts, uh, but they do have some um, lying around yet still. So I, this team will still be good. Um, and there's uh, moving forward. For sure. Yeah. Um. You got uh, Plainview, who's also own three, and they're really relying on their seniors: Stanley Slatery, uh, Sydney Hall. Um, those are, you know, their guys right now that they really rely on. And then James Walters; uh, those are their three. That's their three-six class, and the re- rest of their classes are all in the hundreds. Um, makes it a little hard. They got some height, but it's not. It's just not working for them so far. Um, mm-hmm. They've Kept games close. They lost by 10 to Reno. They only lost by one but to Phoenix. They lost to 11 today to Charlotte. Next up, they got Yuma. And then they got Frankfurt and Rockford. So, yeah. Uh, you know, it's tough going 0 3. I mean, the PNTT, this team, you know, could easily win their conference. Uh, um, but, yeah. and, they, and they usually do, right? But, it, you know, it's. Yes. Stanley is just having a rough start this season. Um, I mean, he did over the last two seasons. um, I mean, 
all three seasons, he's averaging 11, point, 11 rebounds per game and 22 points per game. Um, his first three games, um, four rebounds, three rebounds, and then nine, and then 14, 10, and 19. Just not a good start to the season for uh, Stanley, um, which is a really unfortunate senior year uh, when that isn't quite wor- is not quite working out. Um, hopefully he turns it around. He's been a heck of a player um, all through his career, so I imagine he will, but rough start, definitely to start. Yeah. Um, next, we'll look at Phoenix, the Ottawa Traders. They brought in a great freshman class, Tristan Wilson and Lewis Williams, both starting for them. Um, you know, they haven't played amazing, but they're, they're solid players for sure. And uh, you add that to um, Floyd Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Wyatt Crumble off the bench scoring quite a bit for them. I mean, this team... This team's good. They were 13th in the PTT last year. You know, I don't see any reason that they um, – I mean, they have a good shot at their first ever NTT as a team, which would be huge for them. So, um, oh, yeah. you no, know, we're in the PNTT, and I, I, I wouldn't – I think they might be the favorite. I mean, it's them and Reno. They have mm-hmm. Clemson, who's a tough team. They, lost, they only lost by 19 to a really tough Ann Arbor team. You got Clemson, who's a tough team. I think they should beat Huntington Beach. And then you got Reno, who in that in that game should decide should decide this group. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll we'll talk about Reno. Let's let's talk about Reno. So they brought in the thirty eight fifty three class. Um, Hunter Ballard, James Bryant, both playing really well. Both shooting over sixty percent true shooting. Um, the top scorers on their team. They're really relying on those guys. Yeah, and just a note, like kind of unexpected like if you look just at it from like just plain statistics standpoint just like coming in like yes that class is really good but i remember looking at these with inglewood that like i'm like oh we don't run a good class and just seeing these freshmen like uh 10 points per game on less than 50 percent true shot for uh, james bryant and hunter ballard uh 12 points per game on 53 percent true shot and then all of a sudden they transition and now they're over 60. <laughs> that's nice that's yeah nice. um you know so both these teams you know they're on the rise um and you look at reno's schedule um they lost a tough one to saint paul today by 25 mm-hmm. but you got jefferson city yuma and then phoenix so i expect reno to go into that game um either you know probably i mean they could be four and one but there's a good chance they're three and two. Um, Phoenix probably will enter that game three and two. Um, and but even if one of them's three and three, there's a really good shot that like that's just a winner take all. Um, or two and mm-hmm. if one of them's two and three, and one of them's three and two, um, there's a really good shot that they enter that game in a winner take all. Um, and I think that could be fun for this group. Um, okay. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's a fun, uh, fun matchup. Of especially, um, I yeah, you got to give credit to just Phoenix. Like their one loss is to Ann Arbor. Which everybody's yeah. lost. Everybody loses to Ann Arbor right now. Yeah. <laughs> so like, can't fault them for that one. Um, but a very solid squad and like, um, yeah, um, you know, uh, I'll give 
give them full credit. They found two guys that looked like they were completely under the radar. Um, yeah. I will give them full credit on uh, that recruiting. Because, um, yeah, I I was I was really thinking those bags had up wrong. But coming in, they're both over 60% true shot. I, yeah, um, found some yeah. diamonds in the rough, um, which is always cool. Cool. Well, let's uh, move on to the next group. We got the Verna group. Really interesting group here. You got three teams that are two and one. You get, then you got Rochester, who's um, one and two. Rochester started off hot with a big win over um, Ocala. They beat him by 16. Then they come back, they lose to Cooperstown by 16. Then they lose a tough one to us today by two points. Mm. This team's really good, but um, you look at their upcoming schedule, you got Culver City, who's 3 and 0. They should beat Clearwater. Clearwater is just not the same team this year. And then Yuma, that could go either way. Um, they could win this group. I mean, I could usually see the winner of this group growing three and three. Um, mm-hmm. It's. I don't think that's out of the question by any means. But you look at Rochester. You know, he he lost his big man from big men from last year, and Verna Foster. Those are those are really tough losses, and he. He brought in some size for sure. Neville's looks like he's playing well, but he's and he's still relying on those. Um, and then Victor Jones, uh, and then he's still relying on those three, those three, um, that three guard lineup trying to um, make the most out of it. Mm-hmm. They just haven't scored enough, um, you know, scoring 72 points a game. Like that, that game versus Cooperstown was um, a little concerning because I thought that's a game they should win. And mm-hmm. lost by 16. They only scored 58 points. That was that was a disappointment for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, just uh, yeah. Brendan Martinez just did not play well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It looks like one for six. Um, but yeah, just not a good not a good look. Um, yeah, uh, not a good looking game. But the team's better than this. Um, I think uh, they know that, and most of us know that they're. And they can That's write the ship awesome. with a win over Culver City. I mean, that exactly. won't shock anybody to win that game. Exactly. So, um, yeah, hopefully I imagine running some scrims and uh, figuring some things out over the weekend here. Um, Let's look at Ocala. Um, they had that 16-point loss, but they came back and beat Yuma by two points. And then they beat Yakima. I think that opened some eyes to some people um, with that Yakima win today. Uh I didn't expect that coming. Yakima's really solid. They brought mm-hmm. Lewis um, to a team that was already, you know, a good team. I mean, this is one of the most talented teams out there with a 7-8 junior class, a 15-5 freshman class, 33-47 senior class. Um, you know, they're – yeah, they're, they're good. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you beat them – you beat them by uh, – He'd be in by six, and Ocala just uh, Jeffrey Turner had twenty points today. Really, they get a lot of production from a lot of different guys, and I think mm-hmm. that's um, something that they they pride themselves on. They can play, they can play ugly. You know, they've only averaged sixty-seven point seven points per game, but you know they've got two wins. Looking forward to their schedule, they got us Nashville. That'll be a tough game, but then they got Rally and Cooperstown. Those are winnable games. Um, mm-hmm. They got to keep the game against Nashville close. They could win, um, but you know they do either of those, and I think they're. I, I think I think they could win that 
that game versus us for sure. And then you got the next two. I mean, I don't see a reason why this team couldn't make the PNTT playoff. They've already played a really tough schedule um, and beat some really good teams. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they're um, playing pretty good defense. And I think um, they, they're just waiting a little bit on their scoring. I mean, yeah, Esmond Turner uh, in high school was almost 60% true shot, um, has not done that yet in college. Um, was 55% last year, which is not bad, but imagine they're trying to open him up a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, Ethan Clark also was almost 60% true shot in uh, uh, high school. Um, so imagine trying to figure out how to get him activated um, so that they can uh, start scoring a little more because I think that's their mo- their highest concern right now. 60.7 is just not enough to really play uh, consistently win in this league. Um, especially, um, yeah, 42% field goals, not what you, ex- you expect. So, um, but yeah, they have the talent, uh, on this team. Um, yeah. So, um, I imagine they'll kick it up at some point. Yeah. Yuma got a really big win today. Um, Yuma beat, uh, Wooster by 20 points. That was a huge win. And looking forward, they got Plainview, Reno, and Rochester. Um, Plainview's 0-3. Reno's 2-1, and Rochester's 1-2. Um, their schedule kind of lines up for them. They lost a lot from last year, but they brought in a 60-81 class. He's playing all three freshmen. Um, they're doing okay. And then you got Justin. Or they're, he's playing them a little bit. He's trying to figure out. I like Talbert a lot. I think he could be uh, mm-hmm. really good. Uh and then you got uh, Justin Jackson, who's shooting really well. Um, and then Ricky Evans, the center. He's trying to figure out what works best with this team. He's trying mm-hmm. a lot of different things. And, you know, you look at the – he got that big one today. It's like, okay, I'll keep doing that. You you beat Plainview pretty well, and then you only have to split Reno and Rochester to make it via the cheese clause. Yeah, this uh, – yeah, Um it's pretty. It's tough. Tough to really know what this team can do right now, just uh, um, with a lot of test in, test waters. Um, it's unfortunate you lose to Ocala and a two point loss um, because um, being undefeated right now would be looking very nice, especially with nice that uh, nice win over Worcester. Um, yeah, I think this team's very talented and can definitely push through. And uh, uh, they have. Definitely winnable games, or at least winnable um, games moving forward. Nobody that's you're looking at and thinking, "Oh my goodness." <laughs> so, um, yeah, it'll be it should be good good team. You think they're the favorites of this group, or do you want to save that for Cooper's Cup? Um, it could go either way. I mean, Ocala's right there too. Yeah, I pull up Cooper's Town here and look a little bit further. Yeah. Um, so Cooperstown, they lost, they lost to Yuma early. They lost by seven. And then they went and they beat Rochester pretty big. Beat South Bend by three today. Uh, Cooperstown, uh, Coach, I am Nutter. This isn't a team that you would think, looking at their ratings, it's like, oh, this team should be fine. But they've made two straight NTTs, and they just really rely on that junior class. But mm-hmm. Smith, Jonathan Robbins, and then Brandon Wells. Brandon Wells has been – they're everything. And get this, he's shooting 77.2% true shooting so far in this tournament. 
Yes. That is a lot. Um, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's 70, 73.8% field goal. Yeah. He, he's, he's, he's making 80% of his threes. <laughs> um, the worst is free throws, which is interesting. Um, <laughs> just follow yeah. Patrick Gotta Campbell make him human. Gotta make him human, at least. <laughs> and then he's playing a 6 1 um, small forward who's doing well. I mean, 16.3 points per game. So, I mean, this guy, I mean, he's playing his guys and. <laughs> You know, this is this is not what we expected, but you know, you can't you can't argue with their results. Cooperstown's mm-hmm. got a good team. Um, you look at their schedule: Glendale, Hershey, Ocala. You don't see any games that it's like, oh, they can't win that. Hershey's going to be tough. Uh, Ocala's going to be tough. Glendale's up and coming, um, but uh, I mean, I mean, I want they might be they're either the favorites or at least keep it close in all all three of those games. Yeah, for sure. This group, this group is a bit tight group. Um, yeah, especially yeah, Cooperstown. Yeah, sure. The ratings aren't the ra- class ratings aren't good, but those juniors are holding this team together and playing extremely well. So, um, yeah, it's a close team. It's a close knit group. Um, that's uh, pretty hard to parse out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, going back. I would say you was probably the favorite just by a little bit. Um, yeah. Cause I think they're going to, uh, they got that point differential already. Yes. They got the point, point differential. And I imagine they'll iron out exactly what they're going to do here in the next game, probably. So um, they'll figure out that lineup and roll with that. Uh, but yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if this team got two teams in though. No, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be either. Um, it's a fun. It's a fun group. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm interested to see if Akala can uh, get their scoring um, going. I mean, they're they have five NTTs. Yeah, sure, they aren't super high ranked. Um, they haven't done super well in the NTT, but you make five. You make five. That's they yeah. definitely are able to do something. Um, For sure, play some good ball. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. Um, cool. That wraps it up for this group. Um, I think we're going to pause there. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks for doing this with me, Coach. I really appreciate it. Um, good luck to everyone in the, in the groups that we talked about and the groups we didn't. Um, we'll see. Maybe we can get another one out this weekend. Maybe not. I don't know. Probably not. It's it's Christmas. It makes it's it Christmas. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I have a little time. I might. But thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later.